0: hello 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 hello, well,
1: hello,
2: hello. everyone ha, I, ha, ha, ha. Gotta get a, I gotta
0: get another drink for
1: this <laughs>
2: Get it. (laughs) I don't want to have to
0: get up in the middle and go pee and have something looking at you through the window.
2: Oh, shit, bitch. You know, I I really
0: hope
1: that. (laughs) Sorry, I'm making lots of noise because the fridge is loud. I'm really hoping that my giant ass dog will protect me if anything happens, but. Hopefully. You hope. I don't know. He's he's questionable. The wiener might help better.
2: (laughs) The wiener always does.
0: This one's a
1: particularly
2: wiggly
0: wiener, too. We all love a good wiener.
1: All right, well,
2: welcome to our chilling adventure where we stroll through the darkest part of the forest wishing for our escape from something that goes bump in the night. What lives in the darkest parts of the night? What could be watching from the shadows? Is that a figure along the road, or was it a figment of your imagination? As always... We are your witchy, bitchy coven. I'm Stephanie. I'm Emily.
0: And I'm Jared, a.k.a. Mama J.
2: And dare to join us as we peek into the night. Now, each of our members tonight will be relaying a tale of horror and fear from legends that haunt some of people's every waking moment. We will hear the tales and the evidence that's presented by each member and go off the discussion and lead, lead led by the presenter oh my god <laughs>
1: it's all right it was good
2: well tonight y'all are in for a treat
0: i mean we are in october this is spooky bitch month so
2: as, as i go first my tale or urban legend is la llorona now
0: I love that you said it right I, I can't stand <laughs> why people are like la li, la li, la rona and I'm like what What the fuck are you saying I'm like go away go sit down my, your, your... my
1: friend's ex-boyfriend years ago used to say that we'd be like say it again and he's like la 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 la, 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 la rona la, rona. la
2: no, rona. No, that's not go right. sit your
0: caucus ass down over there
2: that's <laughs> right <laughs> Anyways, this has been passed down from generation to generation. Now, as most of you know, I'm a bean, so
1: (laughs) I'm half a bean. I'm half a bean too, so we're good. My
2: Yorona was she was the kukui. She was the bump in the night. She was it all. Like she was it all. Does
0: it ever bother you that it was a woman? Because I'm like, or I don't know what it is, but
2: here's here's why it didn't bother me okay because in our traditional culture well in our culture we view women as like the patriarch like the person who takes care of everyone right yeah who's supposed to be that super mom who just does everything and just takes care of every little need that their kids have and it doesn't Mm -hmm. surprise me because obviously in mexican culture the way to make her evil Or the way to make her, you know, the bad guy was to make her an unfit or a mother that's a failure. So that's why I legit did. I'm not surprised they made her. Because guys bitch all the time anyways. Uh You know. (laughs) (laughs) But like Yorona, in translation is the weeping or the wailing woman. So. She roams around crying for her kids. And here's the crazy part, okay? There's so many different legends that the story is convoluted. It's either she killed her kids because she found out her husband, who was a ranchero, was having an affair, or she cheated on her husband and those kids weren't his, find out. So she murdered them and herself. Now, in all these stories that they have in common is the children drowned, she couldn't save them, or she killed them, some kind of figment to that. But the reason that she's stuck is because she's in a purgatory with her guilt. So Mm -hmm. since she's in a a purgatory, so to speak, she's roaming around, calling out, mis hijos, mis hijos. So like, my kids, my kids. She's looking for them, and she's on the hunt. She goes (laughs) around, and if she finds it, well, the story was that I was told, that if you hear her wail, she's nearby. And if you see her, she's a woman in a white dress, and she's soaking wet. And if you see her, she will take you, and she will take you to the river, and she will drown you. So... You know, it was a way to keep kids from going outside at night and, like, you know, being little hood rats or whatever. But this is a legitimate fear that people in Hispanic culture have. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because this story actually predates Hispanic uh, descent, I guess. And it goes to, like, the highlands. Like, that's where it, it originally cast from or, like, it morphed from a story that was all about a lady who killed her kids. But uh, Hispanic culture has kind of rolled with it because it is something that every mother, like, that's their fear if their kids are gone. And, you know, as, as a way to kind of keep your kids in line, I guess she was kind of used as that, like a boogeyman kind of scenario. Right. But La Llorona has been haunting motherfucking kids for as long as I can remember. Oh,
0: uh, one of the creepiest ass stories my grandmother ever told me is she's like, one of your uncles met her and he has <laughs> these burn marks on the back mm. of his neck. And so she tells me that he met her one night because he was hanging out by the river when he shouldn't have. And luckily for him, it was a Saturday night into Sunday, and she had grabbed him and burned him on the back of his neck, and the only thing that saved him was was because the church bells rang in the morning at dawn, and she dropped him and took off. And I'm, like, looking at her, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God. I'm like, you're telling me that this bitch is not mm-hmm. only going to take me, but burn me as I'm going to steal yes. my soul?
2: Yes, and right. no joke alberto has stories okay alberto and my dad my dad grew up in el salvador which you know is hispanic culture but they have stories about hearing a woman weeping at night Mm -hmm. and he's like babe i swear to god if you go to mexico it is the fucking craziest place at night you will hear things that like you're supposed to pretend you don't hear just because all the shit that's going on he's like one time i heard chains like someone dragging chains and he's like and you look outside and where he lived like it's jungle in the backyard but like in the front it was kind of just like a small dirt road for the town and he goes and you'd be looking around and you see absolutely nothing
0: and he goes but i
2: have heard her. and i was like you know <clears throat> it's crazy because my dad has said that he's heard similar things and mm-hmm. you know you could think oh someone's playing a prank or whatever but the fact that so many people believe in it oh yeah it possibly make it real like a i think it is kind of because
0: there was actually one thing it was called paranormal caught on tape and it was mm-hmm. a video from mexico and there was this construction site built over a, an abandoned area and every night you could hear like this woman blood curdling screaming and the authorities refuse to go in there to look because they're like, uh-uh. They're, we know no one's in there. Right. But there's something going on. And actually, I don't know if it's a if it's real, but I was once told, like, because she goes everywhere. Like, this bitch is everywhere. Yes, she and, will
2: be anywhere that there is a body of water.
0: Yes. And so um, apparently up near the... Dallas Divide out, um, I think it is that over near Navajo Peak, my grandfather used to herd sheep and he got struck by lightning or something, as the story was told to me. And he was discombobulated and ventured over to like a river or, or like a stream near that area. And during the night, he, t- like the next day when he was finally found, he said, Yeah, some woman kept asking me if I had seen her kids. And he's like, and I didn't know who she was, but she never showed me her face. So I'm yes. like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, now I've got like two relatives that have seen this bitch. I'm like, yes. but then here's my my stupid ass that w- there's a place down in New Mexico near Las Cruces and they call it the Yorona Park because she's been seen there. And and my ass wants to I go. I saw one that night. on
2: Buzzfeed Unsolved, and I'm like, nah, bitch, nah.
0: I'm like, if we all got here together, I'm like, we could take three days to go down there, stay a night, see if we can keep catch up. I'll be in the car. Come home.
1: I'll be, be in here. The car. No, I'll be here. In the car. In Pagosa, away from that. <laughs>
2: You she better find a... to the fucking car, bro, because, uh-uh, if she gets to the car first, I gotta go. I gotta we can sit down by the river
0: in Pagosa and see if she stops by.
1: Dude, I'm pretty sure that is why I had, part of the reason why I had such a hard time sleeping when I was younger, to the point where I had to sleep in the living room next to my parents' house. Or, next to my parents' house, oh my god. Next to my parents' bedroom. Because I could not sleep. And, like, to this day, I have to sleep with the TV on. And it was because one time <clears throat> I think the first time I've ever heard this story, I was staying at um sorry, I hear myself echoing, so I don't know.
0: Are you sure it's you?
1: Maybe, maybe Is it not. The it could be.
2: <laughs> it could also be my grandfather. He does haunt this house. Um but just just a couple more minutes, we're good. <laughs> I don't know Please why
1: don't come after me. Okay. Well. Anyways, um, I was staying the night at my friend, one of my friends' house. So I was like probably like seven or eight. And her, I remember her mom telling me that story. And she lived by this little creek downtown. And I'm pretty sure that's why I never ever ever fucking slept again. <clears throat> because of that.
0: And they tell you, they always say, just look outside, and you might see her.
2: Yeah, yes. or like if you so like were crying idea. or
0: throwing a tantrum, they're like, "Oh yeah, you hear your cries." La
2: is gonna come get you. Watch you keep acting yeah. like that. I'm like, you. that's You'll be not okay. No, yep. it's, it's not, but, like, at the, at the same time, I use kind of gr- guerrilla warfare with my kids. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm I mean, like, I'm I swear to God, I'm going to give you to that, like, I'm going to give you to that creepy old man. That creepy old man's going to come take you because your attitude's horrible. He's just going yeah. to come he takes little kids. And, like, my mom did that to me when I was little. And I knew El Señor.
0: El Señor. Yes,
2: I know it I, uh... causes so much psychological damage. <laughs> no, but like, sometimes much, but, you're but... just, like, looking at your kid like you're an asshole right now, and that man is going to take you. <laughs> But I love it um, because
0: in one of George Lopez's, like, comedy (laughs) lineups, he talks about he's like the difference between Latin families and white families. He's like, yeah, white kids don't have this psychological fuck up that most people do because when they grow up, they're like, once upon a time, there was a Goldilocks and the three bears. And he's like, Mexican kids... He's like, once upon a time, there was a lady that drowned her kids. And she comes looking <laughs> for him at night. And it's like, yes, you want to fuck around? She lives down the street. I'll go, down the street I'll go get her.
2: And El Señor, like that man is going to take you. He's going to take you. You keep acting like that. And like, it kept us in line. And we oh, did it ever? Oh God, yes. But like, yes. In some, in some aspect, totally fucked me up. But am I thankful for it? Oh, yeah, because yeah. like, you know, but it you taught you a
0: lesson. It teaches you a lesson.
2: It does teach you a lesson. And, you know, La Llorona was just... She's she's just another lady who, like, if you fuck up, you gonna get it. You know what I mean?
0: You gonna get it. You right. gonna get it. But you gonna give it to I, you. I, but I love that, you know, like, what you said. Like, she predates Mexican culture. Yes, So it's like, it shows you that this bitch has been around for some time. She has, and it's like but
2: she, the common denominator is she's always wet her hair is always shaggy and in her face mm-hmm. and she is always crying out for her kids so it's like okay everyone can have all these different stories to what happened but since this is something that's like common through the all of them like across the board even though you know the telephone game you get shit mixed up these right. things are constant so they're it's consistent like, yep no way that this could completely be fabricated that it, in some aspect it can't be true
0: right because you gotta wonder to yourself something had to have happened way back when for someone yes. to be like hey guys they're like this bitch like you you gotta believe like there probably was a woman who killed her kids and then someone's like this bitch was down by the river but she did it's like mm. right
2: but, but, like, that's the ultimate kind of mm-hmm. evil predator that, like, Mexican families Does would it, portray. Because, like, right. the, a mom who doesn't take care of her kids, that's, like, that's blasphemous.
0: Yeah. Does anyone else feel, like, let down by the curse of La Riorona, the movie that they made? I did not watch it. <laughs> I, I heard it wasn't very
2: wasn't, good, though. I wasn't so much let down. As I was um, just kind of like, oh, so that's I was disappointed. That's what Caucasian people think is is going on, right?
0: (laughs) It's like that's your version of scary. I'm like, that could have gone so much better. And it's like could have
2: gone different. Mm -hmm. But let's take a break and then when Mm -hmm. we get back, we'll hear from Jared's spooky tale. Oh
0: yay. Talk about spectacular month! Ugh.
2: Welcome back.
0: <laughs> welcome, welcome. So spooky,
2: spooky month. M-
0: spooky, spooky. Well, now that we move from creepy women who want music. to kill us,
2: I know to drown us, drown us.
0: Yes. Now we're going to move to a cursed road in Colorado, Beautiful. um, and this. I have to say, so originally I was gonna go a different direction with my topic, and then as I was researching that one, this one came up, and I'm like, this has to pay- have some ho- homage paid to it because I'm like, this shit is too much, too much. <laughs> we
2: give its something. <laughs> it
0: is, and I actually want to go and visit this, um, this road, because I'm like, I gotta gotta visit. there's no way I couldn't so this is on the bucket list (laughs) no (laughs) so um, and this is the tale of Riverdale Road so I I don't know if you could quite call it a tale but these are um, incidents that they have either logged or recorded via like the locals that have passed this information down so I even wrote like a little intro to kind of bring me into it get it (laughs) so driving around colorado can be a complete nightmare people don't know how to merge use their blinkers or basically obey simple traffic laws while this (laughs) (laughs) so while this can be frustrating beyond belief it isn't nearly as terrible as driving the alleged haunted road of Riverdale Road, AKA the Gates of Hell in Thornton, Colorado. So how did this street earn such a morbid nickname? Is it really haunted? What incidents occurred that give it such a a bad reputation? So amidst the cottonwood tree lined uh, windy roads of rural Thornton lies a seemingly innocent Riverdale Road. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the alleged site of several manic instances ranging from the insane man murdering his wife and children by setting his mansion on fire with his family in it to the grisly lynchings of former slaves to the mysterious underground chicken coop that is said to have uh, once homed conjured demons and spirits. Nope. As if that wasn't enough um, legend also has it that the ghost of a Camaro driver and his car coax living visitors into racing to their death while demon phantom dogs and children play along the unpaved sides
2: no fucking thanks bro so the number one thing
0: and um, I did some research and a fire at a, a house did actually burn down and so it, it literally has the gates to hell this is the number one so, um, these gates are actually just made of rusty iron. You would think they're just like basic fence, like nothing there. But the, it's the story behind it that adds them to almost every page on the internet about Colorado lore. People visit these gates when they're seeking a thrill because of what or who they might see. Nope. The man, the man who built them lost his mind when they finished his house and the gates and then he turned around and burned his entire mansion with his family asleep inside. He was never that caught or
2: motherfucker. Put... No, he was, he
0: was never caught or put on trial. Now, witnesses report that a lady in white walks the road by the gates. Assumed to be his deceased wife, she searches the street for her murdered children or even her husband to get revenge. She might oh, be I out for be that. so uh, visitors beware! She might be out for revenge and mistake you for her long-lost husband. But they say the most she's ever done is appear in the rearview mirror as you walk as you pass by, longing for the help that never comes.
2: Ooh, the second a novella, bud. Straight the second of
0: a one. <laughs> so the second um, incident about this road is that uh, a jogger might chase you. So sadly there are accidents That's and there's acts and there that actually happen to joggers all the time and there's actually a hill on the road called Joggers Hill. Um so one jogger decided to take a jog along Riverdale Road one day and got hit. Um they didn't make it and they were said to have been it was a hit and run so they just left him to die. Fuck. Um, So now the jogger haunts the road. People passing through on foot, um, they say, don't go on foot at night because you can hear a loud heartbeat or even footsteps coming from the side of the road on Jogger's Hill where he supposedly died. So you can still hear his heartbeat, his last heartbeats. And if you drive by and you are being reckless you might feel or hear something hitting the side of your car when nothing's really there. And they think it's the angry ghost of the jogger trying to get you to focus on the road. Son of a bitch. So, And then there's demonic activity that still happens to this day. Um, As if there's... this
2: road couldn't be more fucked up.
0: <laughs> right. So,
2: so... Yeah, no. There
0: are there are rumors that an area had a large amount of sat- satanic activity but evidence means something entirely different because because people used to live alongside R- Riverdale Road there are structures left behind like old chicken coops and empty buildings one of these structures is always fresh uh, has always fresh graffiti and headless animals left behind nope to this day they still see it and that the occasional sound of footsteps growing closer and louder can be seen for those who go to clean up the the, the scene. <laughs> Why would
1: and you go so, clean it up? Just leave it.
0: <laughs> so the one that I think is one of the creepiest, because there's actually a video, and I can't find it now, but these people go and do a paranormal investigation of the cottonwood trees. And there's an incident where in the dark history of america where slaves were abused and um and that was there in colorado and they say yeah, that along this road there was an incident where many slaves were hung from the cottonwood trees and they say that on certain nights especially under a full moon you can see what appears to be bodies hanging from the trees that aren't there or you can hear a rope like the creak of a rope on the wind and in this video they go and like they show you the trees there's nothing there and as they enter this one grove of trees you can hear a rope creaking in the background and they picked it up on the camera sound and they're like but there's nothing here none of them no one had rope None of the trees had rope in them, but somewhere they heard the creaking of rope. Here's where I'm at with that, okay? There (laughs) are
2: some places, some locations on this earth that the earth has always been bad. It will never be good. It will never bring good, prosperous vibes. It will just... But this
0: is colorful Colorado.
2: ...be a negative area. Now, a lot of, like, native tribes knew vibrations in the earth like there were just thats some one of the things on this list bad places so it's like when you get that eerie feeling going somewhere like you're on a road trip or something and you just feel inherently in your body that it's just wrong to be there don't investigate just run away <laughs> run away Turn that up, is your body around. giving you a signal that there is something seriously wrong with the land
0: but go ahead. I digress. I apologize. Jared. So, I mean, like, people have said that, and so, like, that's one of the things, too, because they say they're um, I believe well, we'll get to it. But um, one of the things that they say that they have debunked because of um, teenagers being vandals, but um, there is a story of a kid um, who on his way to school, trying to catch the school bus, was yet again hit by a reckless car driver and died instantly. <laughs> and they say that you can see that he the street restlessly at night trying to get back to school and they say that sometimes on certain signs he leaves his bloody handprint. Now, some people have said it's local teenagers because they'll either put red paint on their hands or like yeah. you can see blood splatters. But I'm like... Motherfuckers know the difference between paint and blood, at least in my mind. Yes. And, yeah. Right. But I think that's one of the scarier ones. Um, because I, I, I always hate stories with kids because it bothers me. Cause I'm that's like, so yeah. Yeah. It's just too sad. But that one, it's you like, don't
2: want a little kid stuck.
0: Somewhere. Well, because in my mm-hmm. mind, I'm like, here's this kid probably happy as fuck trying to go to school, be with his friends, be somewhere. Right, no
2: cares in the world. And then someone and then just then ended his someone life. Someone just
0: hits him with a car. And in all of these, like, whoever's hitting these people just takes off. Because I'm like, you probably don't want to be charged with vehicular homicide. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: And at the same time, but... you did something wrong. Even if it was right. an accident, you did something wrong. you got to yeah. Own it.
0: Own it. But the next one, yeah. the next thing on this, because there's eight things. That's the creepy like that's the other thing. Like there's eight things connected what the to this fuck, road. Suck,
2: Jaren. So I know. many. Like it just stay away. Just stay away.
0: So number six yeah. is a Phantom Camaro that patrols the road. Um so if if a driver is in a rush, the blind corners on the road have resulted in death because there have been quite a few deaths. Um, one driver in the 70s was zipping down the road impatiently testing fate with their gas pedal when they had a fatal crash because there are some windy parts. It is Colorado. Um, but now they say if you drive down the street at night or even sometimes at day um, a phantom Camaro with one working headlight might pull up behind you and challenge you and tail you to a race I- encouraging you to speed up all the way where it will eventually, you might hit a corner and die. Yeah, no, that
1: doesn't sound fun at
0: all. And then there's one that's that's actually, so this one, I think, just kind of goes along with any haunted road. It's the haunted hitchhiker. Um, This one, it can either be a man or a woman um, who walks on the side of the road, and you'll see them coming. Now, one of the things that creeps people out is as soon as they pull up, they're no longer there. Or they see them further down the road. And they're like, how could they have beat me down the road? (sighs) And this last last bit will kind of lead into our last presenter, Emily's story. So this is the Native American that comes in this area. Because they do say it is a little bit cursed. And um, the thing about Riverdale Road, that it isn't just a road itself that's haunted. It's the area of the land that it cuts through. For hundreds of years, there have been stories about Native American shapeshifters roaming the land, so now they appear on the road, and this is where the demon animals come in. They can take different shapes and communicate with people in their own ways. Some have even claimed to have seen a dog injured on the side of the road, and when they stop to inspect, the dog will try and have a conversation with them. So if you visit this road... Be on the lookout for any unusual activity because you don't know if it's real or something that's just trying to play a trick on you.
2: <laughs> oh, creepy. So creepy. We're not telling. So. That's, that's a, a hard, hard pass. No, like, no, that's no. a
0: hard pass. You said you'd go up there with me one time. You wouldn't get out of the She's car, like, but you'd go. Now,
2: now I'm rethinking. Uh, yeah, I'll bring some fucking Palo Santo. I will bring, you know, some goddamn holy oh, water, no. and we are not stopping the <laughs> car. I don't care if we get a flat. We're riding on the rim, my guy. Like we're not stopping.
0: <laughs> but so that was my urban legend. Paranormal. I have ride. never heard of that road. So you go
2: somewhere, and it just the uh-uh. vibe is not right do not go any further because that is your spirit guides or that is someone or telling drive you. Drive straight you through. Drive straight through.
0: Go. Well, And they oh, say that that stretch of road is like 11 miles. So mm-hmm. you got a ways to go before well, you hit the end. Like the interstate mm-hmm. Highway. Not
2: if I'm going 90. Not if I'm going 90.
0: <laughs> well, you, you won't make it around the corner. <laughs> they got Look some wicked corners.
2: Shit. So now we're going to. So yeah, slide okay. Well,
1: we're gonna ooh, slithery, mm-hmm. slidy. All right. Well, I decided to cover Skinwalker Ranch. I actually got it confused at first with um, the Bridgewater Triangle. So if we ever do this again, I want to cover the Bridgewater water Triangle because it's also I very creepy.
2: Yeah,
1: you've heard about that one. Have yeah, you heard no. of uh, Skinwalker Ranch?
0: Yes,
2: I have. There's also a documentary okay. on Hulu, which I, tried I was to watching it watch. I tried I to get my husband it. to watch it, and he said that I was holding <laughs> it. Was oh, okay, so, well, I'm gonna call.
1: I'm gonna call your husband and tell him I'm watching it, so he's gotta watch it too.
0: And okay. I will say this. Um, so, uh, podcast listeners may not know this, but I grew up with the LDS religion, formerly known as Mormon. They've they've kind of revamped. And The artist um,
2: commonly known as Prince.
0: Right. <laughs> but the scariest thing is like the more the LDS religion, you know, has its stances on a lot of like paranormal, paranormal. things. Mm-hmm. And you don't often hear about like exorcisms or things like that happening. But they have had church authorities speak about like Shiprock area, skin. Wa- like they have done talks on this and they have warned members not to mess with it no matter how intriguing it may be especially driving on the reservation because you know missionaries and all that kind of go out there they warn them not to mess with this so i mean that right there to me especially coming from like a religion because like i kind of feel like other religions you hear like about some scary horror stories or shit like that i never heard that growing up but this was one thing that they actually touched and they're like this is Damn. not something to mess with. Impress.
2: All right, tell us, Emily. Tell us about it.
1: So Skinwalker Ranch is a 512-acre uh, ranch that is that was owned by Terry and Gwen Sherman um, in Utah. Some say this land is cursed, and some say it's just a supernatural place. Um, so this parcel of land is said to be one of the most mysterious places on Earth. It is located in the Unita Basin. I think I said that wrong, but that's okay. Um, In northeastern Utah. And claims to have been the source of thousands of uh, FBI... (laughs) Well, probably that, too. Thousands of UFO-type sightings, along with poltergeist-like activity, interdimensional portals, shape-shifting humanoids, and mutant wolves. Nope. Um... Yeah, I still hear an echo, so I don't know why it's echoing. I'm sorry, guys. The, the,
0: the spirits are messing with things tonight.
1: <laughs> they must be. Because um, normally I don't hear it, but I also usually record in the school, so it's also different. Um, so many people attribute this phenomenon to the Navajo legend of the Skinwalker. Um, so by definition... A skinwalker usually, is, or is a person, usually of Native American origin, um, and they have the ability to transform into any animal of their choice, like Jared was saying. Um, in the Navajo culture, skinwalkers can assume different forms based on what they need. So if they need to fly, they can be a bird. Um, they can basically transform into, like,
0: bird, dog. Um, but you know, I don't, like, I don't this list. is a moment to note that, like, listeners, like, this isn't some kind of like happy kind of transformation. Like these are considered dark witches in the Navajo cu- culture. Like nothing you yeah. do is for good.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, um, maybe one day when we have a little bit more time, I, you know, we can go into more of the history of it. Cause I think it'd be interesting to know it and, you know, share it and um, even have some people who know a little bit more about it, maybe on talking. Um, Cause it's not, you know, growing up, Like I said, where I live, where Jared lives, we are surrounded on three sides by the reservation. So it's something that we heard about all the time. I remember my uncle talking about it all the time. Um, So skinwalkers, a lot of people have said to see them. Like I said, I've had my personal experiences with it. Um, But they say that they can read minds um, so that they know how to scare people. And then use that information to instill fear and control the people that they're scaring. They are nearly impossible to catch and can only be killed if they are mortal. Region. Um, So, Skinwalkers in the Unita Basin um, are has been around since the 1800s, when the European colonists were moving west and were starting to push Native American tribes who lived here on these lands out of the way. During um, the Civil War, the battle um, with Kit Carson against the Navajos resulted in allegedly the curse of the land. So some believe the Skinwalker was created in that process and is still living in the heart of the basin, and the basin is called Shadow Canyon. Local tribe members even avoid the area at all costs, which I don't blame them. I don't plan on visiting this place. So, some of the things that they have seen, or have, you know, allegedly seen here in Skinwalker Ranch. um, The first one is, like, um, that I read about was this massive wolf. A a huge, enormous wolf. Um, So, supposedly the day that Terry and um, Gwen moved in, they were moving their stuff into their little ranch cabin, And a large wolf approached Terry and his father, Ed. He said that it was larger than any wolf that they had ever seen, um, possibly weighing up to 200 pounds and um, standing about five feet tall. Terry and his father were both over six feet tall, and the wolf was easily at their chest. Um, But they said nothing about the wolf suggested hostility. It wasn't mean it. Kind of wanted attention. It was like, "Hey, pay attention to me, pet me." Um, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't, don't
2: ever. but it was it, it was
1: like <laughs> like rubbing up against them and like wanted to be loved on, um, and I, it was just really I, I weird. Don't know guys I like
2: that, but you know, stay away. I'm not. <laughs> stay interested.
1: away. Stay, stay away. Yeah. So apparently, Terry's kids were like, "Oh, we want to keep it. Let's keep it as a pet." And, you know, he knew it was a wolf. He knew that it was, you know, it wasn't a dog. And so he said no. And as he was unloading some of their prized cows um, into a pen nearby, the wolf darted over and um, attacked one of the calves and attempted to pull it through the bars of the corral. So Terry and his dad um, attempted to save the wolf or save the calf from the wolf by kicking it and beating it with a stick But this wolf was like, eh, fuck you, this is not, I don't care. Keep hitting me. So, they go inside, get a, you know, a weapon, got his gun, shoots the wolf twice at point-blank range, both bullets hit him, but this giant wolf doesn't care. Like, he's just like, whatever. So they go and get a bigger gun, they shoot the wolf a third time, and it finally gets him, like, to pay attention to him. It releases the calf, backs away a few feet, but it doesn't really run away. It's just kind of like, whatever. Uh, So, finally, Terry shoots it a fourth time, striking it in the heart. And, um, you know, obviously you would think, oh, I killed it. Heart shot, right? The wolf did not care. But it did seem to um, run off after that. So that was one of the weird, like the big so things
2: that they had talked about you seeing just was this pissed off a skinwalker. <coughs> like, yeah, yeah. You didn't yeah. kill it, you yeah. pissed him off, mm-hmm. right? And now you
1: have um, some other things, and I'm I'm super excited to watch the Hulu thing. I didn't know about it until I started looking up this. Our um, portals to other realms are supposedly seen here in inter- Gosh, interdimensional doorways Gosh, and. Um, so they've, I don't know if you guys can hear the dog, but the little is running around all crazy, <laughs> but, um, so that's a big thing, but there's also a lot of paranormal activity there. Um, in 99, 1994, the Shermans, um, started, you know, obviously they're getting their ranch going, things like that. And, um. Oddities just, like, kept piling up. They would find heavy iron stakes with metal chains at each end of the house. um, As if someone had chained up the large animals to guard the doors. There would be padlocks on the doors, inside and out. um, Things like that that they were just like, what is going on? Why are these things at my house? And they couldn't, you know, figure out what was going on. Um, One day... Gwen had been at the grocery store, had brought groceries in from the car, unloaded them from the bags, put them on the and put them on the counter because she was going to put them away. And she turned around because she was some, something distracted her. Turned back around, and all of the groceries were put in the bag as if nothing had happened. Like she just brought the bags in and set them on the counter. So something had put them back in. Well,
2: that's um, also something that. You know, those kind of locations that are near dimensional portals or, you know, that have skinwalkers, they also have the whole thing of hallucinations,
1: like mm-hmm.
2: vivid hallucinations because of the proximity of, you know, the home. So I'm like, oh, she thought she put them groceries away.
1: Right? She's like, I swear I did. I really did. Um, so they've also seen, like, strange, vo- or heard strange voices and seen faces appear in windows, which scares the living fuck out of me. <laughs> the worst thing I'm ever.
2: Gone. I'm going. Um, oh, I'll have to tell you a story sometime.
1: <laughs> faces in the window, I cannot do. I, it just creeps me out. Um, they've seen lights in the sky, voices that seem to come from directly above them. Um, like I said, faces in the windows, weird things like that. Their cows began to die from, like, severe, severe um, mutilations. And, I mean, it, it's pretty gross. I don't even want to get into, like, detail about it. But a lot of stuff, like, one cow had its eyes removed as if it had been done surgically.
2: Um, UFOs. That's UFOs. Yeah. With the cu- the cows.
1: <laughs> which is, this, is I don't want to say it's really funny, but my science teacher in high school, we never learned shit in his class because all he wanted to talk about was cow mutilations <laughs> stop cow mutilations at um down in dulce and like archuleta mesa and he talked about that shit all the time and we we're like whatever dude like you're so weird and then i'm reading about like bees and i'm like oh maybe she wasn't so label, weird." labeled you bitch. UFOs. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'm like okay all right um but the cattle began disappearing at such alarming rates that it was becoming a big issue for their ranching, ranching business. He lost 20% of his herd in two years, which that's is massive. <laughs> it's, it's a yeah, um, that's a lot. Yeah. You know, so he wasn't sure what to do. You know, his cattle were prized cattle, so it was costing him thousands of dollars. And um, it, just, it, it just kept getting worse for these guys. They would see strange animals and lights in the skies. Um, one story they tell is about, um, their, their dogs coming, um, there's something with their dogs running out to chase after these strange orb lights, which, like, we'll say it, UFOs, right? And, um, Terry encourages the dogs to chase it because they were just, like, so tired of all this, and they quickly disappeared into the dark, and... After a few moments, he heard the sounds of the animals yelping, and so they went after the dogs and couldn't find the animals, and the next morning, they discovered three scorched circles on the ground with gooey lumps of liquefied flesh in the centers. Something had killed the dogs. Mm -hmm. So, it just keeps getting weird, these guys just, like, liquefied them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
2: You have, uh, you eventually, eventually the they would have been it for me, bro. Uh, well, would that's my thing. I'm like, you didn't leave it the first,
1: first time, man. Like, well, that's why people bullshit. Day.
0: I mean, you got to think, to like, you always, like, say, think. It's like, you didn't leave the first time something happened, or, like, you didn't turn away. And it's here's,
2: like... here's the kicker. Skinwalkers will mimic... Mm-hmm. Well, they will try oh, yeah. to mimic human interaction. So, like, if you, if you do see a human and they aren't acting right and, like, you're trying to get their attention and see if they're okay and they're just mimicking what you're doing, that's a fucking skinwalker, bro, run. Run. It's run. not a crackhead. And one it's of the things that I find,
0: like, one of the, count- like, I had a friend who said, if you are in an area, especially around Indian land, and you hear rushing wind. But the trees aren't moving, nothing's moving, but you hear wind. It's them disorienting you before yeah, they come at really well. you. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Great.
2: They want you yeah, dead. Want... They they feel that you are infringing on sacred land. And well, in like, no way is that good
0: yeah. that you're on their radar. Well, one of one of my <laughs> friends who was of Navajo descent said that also because they've kind of made a deal for their soul to have these abilities they search for light because they need it to replenish themselves so that's why they can sometimes latch on to people Um, not to run too long but um, a friend they had recounted a story to me about a cousin in Arizona who lived near the res and she worked at a gas station and I guess one night a strange man came in and asked to use the phone. And the whole time he talked to someone on the phone, he kept saying, I've done it and I can't go back. And she made the mistake of making eye contact with him. And when she looked into his eyes, she's like, there wasn't anything there to look at. And then from that moment on, every night that she worked at the gas station, a weird dog would sit in the field across from the gas station and oh. watch her movements. And then eventually it followed her home and it like family could see the dog walking on its hind legs on its on the roof of the, of her house yeah. and they couldn't figure out what was going on. And they eventually oh. said, um. She said their family had to ask the tribal elders to come and bless their property, and they had to go to the four corners of the property to bless it to make sure nothing came onto the, that property. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, just mm-hmm. chills. Chills. Yeah, right?
1: Super weird. Yeah, like, I've, I'm like, I would not have stayed on this ranch afterwards. No. But... Eventually the Sherman sold it and it is it now turned I, I believe it still is now um, a paranormal research facility and they still have crazy shit happening. Of course they do. Cows are still being mutilated like the veterinary they even had veterinarians come out and like see why these cows were dying and they could not find a reason. Um, they're still having like Problems with these on-site predators. There's one story where, um, they, where I just had it. There's oh, right here. The, there was an 85 pound cat, dead calf that was s- splayed out, nearly spread eagle. Like I don't know if you've ever tried to move a dead a dead animal, <laughs> let alone a dead cow. Yeah, that's that's
0: not, that's not easy. <laughs> All the no, it's yeah, not. try um, and move
2: me, Spread Eagle, bud. You ain't getting nowhere. Right? I'm uh, sorry. Um, I may be all,
0: all the
1: calf's internal organs were missing, and the body body was entirely drained of blood. Um, Vampires. Super, just super weird. And so yeah. um, they've talked about, like, giant birds of prey. Um, the magnet, magne- Yeah, magnetic. Magnetic. I can't say the word. Anomalies. Um, you have you know more UFO sightings.
0: This place is uh, just straight up messed up.
1: It, dude it's just like so much if you want to, there's so much to like even cover
0: Should that if you there? just want
1: to read what? about them listeners where I got my yeah. information from is the ghostdiaries.com search skinwalker Ranch and I'll give you basically everything that I am telling you about because that's where I got all my information. But no, Jared, I don't think I want to go on a
0: trip there. <laughs> I'll they, go. Sign my we're talking ass about
1: up. A, bl- a, a faceless humanoid. Jared,
2: you're gonna have to uh, wear a go
0: GoPro, portable. and I'll
2: just watch you. Yeah, um, we'll just watch your, your, your
1: adventures.
0: As I long as I can have I like know. a four wheeler, because I ain't walking. My my ass is too fat. <laughs> so if I can kind of cruise around on a four wheeler,
2: can you imagine? A they space, also supposedly have bigfoot on you. There. Oh, I probably oh, no.
0: I probably couldn't. No. Do you
2: want
1: to hear my skinwalker story tonight, or do you want to hear my skinwalker story for the next one?
0: We might. It's not very long. Save it. Yeah, we I'll say it's not very long,
1: but it's it's a good one. It's a creepy well, one. We'll have to save no? it because we'll leave you wanting more.
0: Wanting more.
1: And um, I'll tell you guys when we record our next episode Denver. for of our normal. <laughs>
0: yes and our next episode after this we will be diving into the american legend of sleepy hollow and the headless horseman Yay! so we will be kind of delving into the origins of the story and history and also um covering some of the classic and um video adaptations of the story itself um But, um, as always, our dearest listeners, we have, we enjoy having you here, and we thank you for taking, coming with us and taking a turn into the scariest tales of night that we could locate. Um, but always remember, as the light, fading rays of light draw nigh, you can feel them waiting in the shadows of the night. A distance within the darkness, but always growing closer, with each still breath. You can sense them lurking, waiting, stalking you as prey, but forever hiding in the darkness. Soon they shall be at your door, sweetly asking permission to enter. Keep still your heart, for they are ever coming, ever drawing near for the prize they dearly seek. Still, um, Still may they seek, but they never gain. They are in the darkness, always waiting, always watching. Can you sense them? Because they sense you. So keep the curtains drawn, and for those in the dark can see you in the light, but always remember, you can only see as far as the light allows you to see, but they can see you from the dark in the night, in the void.
2: Dun, dun, dun. You me chills, bitch. You give me chills. Right? Especially if you're
0: home alone out in the woods.
2: Oh,
1: well, I'm so
0: at least cool. not in the woods. I got plenty of neighbors around me. Can Thank you, make you guys it to the neighbors? for
1: joining us. Um. Bye. Well, I have protection
0: also, so. There you go. There you go. I'm good. But thanks, guys, <laughs> and we enjoy you. Thank you.
1: See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.